My wiring and my gifts and talents are yours. Yes, walking closely with God and following after Him is so satisfying. Do you want to learn more how you can grow in your relationship with Him? Go to makingyourlifecount.com. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes, Doug McCary here live from the Salem Center on this Wednesday afternoon, March 22nd. We are so glad you tuned in today. We will have uh, phone lines open and uh, Jeremy will answer your calls if you want to call in. 844-777-7928. By the way, isn't Jeremy a great producer? He really is. He absolutely is. I'm telling Jonathan to give you a raise. All right. Wow. (laughs) That's impressive. (laughs) Look at that smile over there, man. (laughs) Jeremy's a great guy. You know, it's guys like Jeremy O that make it happen for us, uh, that make us uh, be able to go in and out, and he brings in all the cues. And listen. Can you imagine if we were trying to do that? Oh, no, I can't. And I'm so (laughs) thankful because it it does take a lot to kind of make this hour happen. Well, especially for two old guys who who probably aren't the most tech savvy (laughs) guys out there. Yeah, we are very challenged (laughs) by what's going on on uh, the Internet or what's going on with electronic (laughs) devices, aren't we? Hey, we got grandkids for that, though. You know. Yes, we do. Um, well, you know, Brad, it uh, it is it was a great day today. I had two SWAT meetings, mm-hmm. one this morning, and then mm-hmm. we had one at lunch. You were at the one at lunch. I was. And I got I got a whole the whole uh, couple of pages good good full of notes uh, as I sat in the back there. I don't usually do you don't that. usually I, sit in the back. You I know, know. I, I usually take my first Baptist position. You know, on the front row somewhere. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, it really was good. I know we we talk about it often here. If you're listening in and you're looking for a, just a good men's study, um, man. There isn't a better place to come, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just good, sound teaching and a good, good fellowship. And yes, there's some good chow as well. Yeah. But uh, today was really good, Doug. I, you know, I know it's always good, but I think God prepares our hearts in unique ways to hear His Word. And uh, as I sat in the back, back there with Tim Pardue. Uh, we're just talking about the the providence of God and how how easy it is just to live out our days completely. Uh, it's not that we're not a well. I guess you can aware. say oblivious. No, well, you can say oblivious because I think that's you're right. It, it, we are oblivious to His providence because we're so consumed with our oh. our circumstances, right? <laughs> well, we're we're all about self, you know. It's and and I even wrote here. I, I sometimes I, I sometimes will take notes. I'm always curious how, I don't know how you do it. Everybody does it different. Like I'll start taking notes yeah. and then to the right, I have a little slim margin where I'll write little prayers. You know, like it's kind of like when you do your notes, you often put some questions there, which even this week, as we're looking at the text this week is, uh, you know, things like how could Paul say he lived with a good conscience or mm. How did Paul react to Ananias breaking the law by strike? Yeah, you know, all these things. And one of the things I wrote on my in my margin today was, God, thank you that your ways are not my ways. Mm-hmm. Because as you shared your story about uh, becoming a Harrier pilot, mm-hmm. 
you know the things that are happening had in you our heard world, that one by the way i don't know that i had I, i've heard, obviously i've known you for a long time heard bits and pieces of your of god's story uh, through your life but isn't it interesting so oftentimes i think it's very important that we reflect on where we've been mm-hmm. and i i can think of numerous times you and i were talking after the study just how our children really don't know some of the things that we've experienced in life some of that's because we haven't shared it with them other reasons are maybe they're not that interested in them but well i, I don't i don't even know that they're not that interested they're just consumed with other information in their life right right and they don't right. have time because it's they're consumed with all that other stuff. Well, I was thinking about uh, th- what are what are the monuments in your life? You know what 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 are those those rocks you've piled on on the b- riverbank mm-hmm. to to memorialize certain events in your life? Mm. And yes, you, you you brought up one today that was really kind of cool because you see uh, God's sovereign uh, hand weaving out this plan that he had for you you wouldn't have known what it, what that was even when you're in the midst of it you don't know what it is and sometimes it's when we look back that we're able to see praise god mm-hmm. that he took us through that because praise god i didn't marry that girl i wanted to marry isn't that the truth isn't that the truth (laughs) looking back i mean when you think back to some of the things we really wanted i I was reminded you know i I told you every morning i spend time in the word and i i still i repeat yearly this new morning mercies because it's a reminder to me Mm. i love paul tripp his 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 uh and you know what Paul Tripp shares is kind of things God has revealed to him. And and that's just like basically being uh it's like being a witness. Mm-hmm. Did I just lose? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh you probably okay. just kicked it out of yeah. your side. My hearing went about I don't know what's going on, but I can't hear myself anymore. Um but anyway, um it, it's Paul Tripp reveals what God revealed to him and and I think it's helpful. It's like me sitting there talking to you in the studio, sharing what's going on with us and mm-hmm. talking about um, life and what God's been sharing with me in the scriptures. It encourages you, right? Absolutely. And then you encourage me. Absolutely. That's, that's, and, that, uh, and, and yeah, it, it, I think this oh, is... Oh, I figured out my my knee you, <laughs> my knee hit the button and it knocked it oh, down no. and so i'm like i think i'm losing my hearing man <laughs> you know when you're our age that things happen that like happens, that right yeah uh, but you know i mean me. it, it doesn't Thanks always it doesn't always have to be hey we're going to open the word together and we're going to study it sometimes it's it's just what's happening in life right now today you you just shared a story with me before we even went on the air okay well that story was written before the foundations of the earth yeah what what if those events, whether it's somebody who cuts you off on the freeway, yeah, or it's a diagnosis you weren't expecting. <laughs> what if our perspective? What if our? I guess it was part of what I wrote down in my notes was may may my theology actually affect my life. Mm-hmm. In other words, what I say I believe it doesn't always. It's not always reflected in how I live. In yeah. other words, you know, uh, somebody does cut me off on the freeway. What happens? You know, I, I get worked up, you know, or you, you have a deal that's going bad or, you know, the, just the anxiety or the stress or the worry or the fear. Think of all those things that happen in our life. 
honestly. They're not once a week. They're not once a month. They're every day. They're daily, and they're out of our control a lot of times. And the thing is, as believers, as people who profess, like you say, to believe in the providence of God, the sovereignty of God, when you get up and there's a accident on Butler Boulevard and you're backed up for an hour when you thought it was going to take you 30 minutes, God's providence is in that as Absolutely. well. He is amazing at weaving all these things together to affect so many lives. And when I was bringing up Tripp is this morning, he talked about God's sovereignty and how it's better to follow the master's plan than to do what you weren't wired to do, which is to master yourself. Mm. And he uses our kids as an example. He says, you know, when and, and you think back to when our kids were young, and even as teenagers, uh, it doesn't take long to realize they're a bunch of little self-sovereign yeah. <laughs> uh, animals who <laughs> think that there's no need for authority in their life. Yeah. Uh, I mean— and we, we were never that way. I, no, I'm yeah, quite. But even of that. I know I was. I got I got beat uh, because of that. I got spanked a lot. But uh, but even when they're so young, they can't speak full sentences, and they don't have any idea what's good or bad or anything. They want control of their life, mm-hmm. and when you tell them no, what do they do? They throw a fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and this is more than just not getting them to stick their finger in an electrical socket or a pen in there or whatever. It It's basically what God gives us is a picture of us. I was cheering with a guy earlier today that, you know, he's talking about, man, they kiss, don't listen. And I said, that's what we are. <laughs> we don't <laughs> listen. <laughs> and what he says that was really encouraging is, you know, when you're at the end of a very long parenting day, some of you out there may be in line to pick your kids up. You may be listening to this when your children almost seem like they're conspiring against you <laughs> and you're like crying, ready to cry or, you know, uh, or, or you're just ready to explode. This was the line that kicked me and hit me hard. You need to remember that you're more like your children than you are like God. No doubt that, was very humbling to read because when you read that, because we tend to see ourselves as more like God and our children are like rebellious Israel. Well, man. (laughs) And so, man, I'm telling you, reading that, um, he goes on to say that grace decimates our delusions of self-sufficiency and, Mm -hmm. and it works to destroy any hopes of autonomy that we are striving to achieve and it helps us really reach out for what we need more than anything. And that's the wisdom of God. That is to walk in his plan. That is to walk with him as our sovereign. Mm. And there's nothing greater in comforting me than knowing that God is sovereign over everything. That, that is to me the most comforting thought that, that he knew before the foundation of the world I was going to be sitting in this studio with you today. Mm-hmm. He ordained it. And when I tried to blow it, when I tried to go astray, he kept pulling me back. And I share this with people all the time that you may feel discouraged because you've made some bad choices, but be encouraged. Yeah. That's exactly where you have to be to see him from the perspective that he wants you to see him from. 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, uh, ab- isn't that absolutely. encouraging, oh, just to, to, to know that, that he's so gracious that even when we blow it, he's sitting there and he goes, now maybe he'll get it. You know, now maybe <laughs> right. he'll understand he needs me. Yeah. Uh. I was, uh, I was Second uh, Corinthians ten five. One, you, you think about all the verses, you, and something you said there. It says, yeah, "We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive mm-hmm. to obey Christ." You know, when you get uh, you get news or you experience a traffic jam, when you experience anything that kind of disorients you a little bit, because Doug, we like knowing where we're going absolutely we like putting our plans down and we like achieving them i mean i've got my journal open right here in front of me i've got a complete list of things that i have have uh, to accomplish on this very day and uh i'm looking at it and a lot of them i've accomplished (laughs) some of them i haven't because other things have gotten in the way and instead of getting disoriented instead of being maybe uh knocked a little out of sorts what if I took every thought captive, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what if I took those thoughts and made them obedient? I think what that's getting at is remember, you're not in charge. Yeah. God is. That, and, God's not making mistakes. He is. He has a perfect plan. But it's easy for us to look at our kids and think, why don't they get it? When in reality... And again, going back to his statement, and that's Paul Tripp, we're more like our kids than we are like God. Oh, that, that's just a, a good reminder, yeah, right? No doubt. Although, what did Paul say? I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in us will bring it to completion. Man, he's got a lot of work to do in me. But, uh, me I don't too. Know you. Yeah, yeah, Glad I mean. you tuned in today. If you want to call this afternoon, we'd love to hear from you. 844-777-7928. If you have a question or comment, Send that to ask at SWATradio.com. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Yeah, I think to, to keep that marriage love alive, you do have to lay down your life for one another. Lisa Jacobson on Focus on the Family Minute, sharing an amazing marriage principle. Ideally, you're both going to be doing right. it. But sometimes, depending on your season, sometimes it's a season of life. Um, my husband was in a really heavy season, and he needed me to carry the weight of that and to help bring light and life and laughter into our relationship. So I didn't. if you just wait for him to do his part, 
those are years wasted sometimes mm. rather than really going, you know what, I can do this. Yeah. And and I can love you and and hope for better things. And in, in our experience, and I, I say ours personally, but even a lot of many couples that we know, they've had the same that same experience of it was a good thing. It wasn't always easy, but it was a good thing. More from Lisa about becoming the best spouse you can be at FamilyMinute.org. The Florida Georgia Truth Network on the air in Fernandina Beach at ninety one point three. SWAT Radio, Brad Sykes, Doug McCary, and uh, we are here live this afternoon, uh, Wednesday, March 20, is today the 22nd? Yep, the 22nd of March. By the way, um, Monday was the first day of spring. So. Yeah, Monday was also International Happy Desk Day, and Tuesday was the... um, Wait, 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 International what? Happiness Day. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's what, a new it, one. Yeah, International Day know. of Happiness. <laughs> were you happy, Jeremy? I hope you were. That uh, means yeah. that means 364 days you're allowed to not be happy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but on <laughs> the, the 20th, you're supposed to be happy. Uh, and then uh, yesterday was Down Syndrome Day. Oh, no day. kidding. Mm-hmm. Sure was. And so uh, 321 well, for 21 chromosomes. Right. Isn't that interesting? Really? Yeah. That's cool. Also, I, I think it's also National Pie Day, right? Or is that three twenty one? And that, or is that three fourteen? What, what is pie? Three fourteen is pie day. Sorry, oh. I'm a week off there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, you go get a free pizza pie or something. No kidding, so, yeah. man. I need to get updated I, on some of these things. You know, I had uh, uh, Chris Hazelip uh, come speak to our Northeast Florida Christian Chamber luncheon yesterday. I didn't. He didn't bring that up yesterday in his mm-hmm. his talk. And obviously, he and his wife Sally Sally really heads up the. Uh, she what does a North Florida North school. Florida it's a really school, good yeah. school. Yeah. And uh, that is, I wish I'd have known that yesterday. I would have made a point to bring that up. Yeah, but, uh, it, it was, it was really, I, it was, it was uh, just a day to remember. And I, I told my girls, I love you. And I'm so thankful for you that God sees value when you don't meet the necessarily the standards of the world, but you meet his standards. You know, he makes you beautiful well i didn't bring this up today but i thought of you i thought of you and Lori today as you were uh, speaking about the providence of god now obviously you you brought to light uh a scenario of your kind of your uh, journey to becoming a harrier pilot in the marines mm-hmm. you know what i thought of is i thought about your kids that you adopted oh yeah you know, could, oh, could god's you have, providence was in every one yeah, of them could huh? you have possibly gone back 38 years you see you and Lori have been married 39 years is that right yeah. we've is been right? married 39 years 39 okay can you imagine go back 39 years ago and had you known you would adopt five girls you know, you know? i i couldn't have Lori <laughs> had a heart to do it but i to be honest with you i was so self-centered in the marine corps um that um i i really 
struggle to be a good dad to the one child I had when he was born. You know, well, and I a, think that's kind of my point. I, I, I just, I genuinely, I mean, some of the things that I've been through in the past 37, 38 years, man, that would have scared me to death to know I'd go through that, you know. And uh, praise God, I didn't know that, you know, that he, he takes us one step at a time, one breath at a time. Absolutely. And, you know, for people that are just tuning in, you know, that what Brad's talking about is we, we have five daughters from China that we adopted who were all abandoned and left. You know, one of my child, one of my children were um, left in a park, just left to wander in a park, two and a half years old uh, and found um, one of them was wrapped and left on a street, wrapped in a piece of carpet as a little baby. Uh, so th- these these children were not valued necessarily hmm. over in that culture, and God had a plan. One of my daughters had a heart transplant. She had a, a half a heart that worked, and God miraculously, providentially mm-hmm. provided a heart <laughs> for her, even though she only had a, li- a two-week life expectancy. Right. So all the funds for all these adoptions, all the process for all these adoptions— he was providentially involved with for sure. And, um, and I, I just look back and it's those kind of things, but it's like you said today, then that when we're uh, meeting, you know, we all should have these providential things every day. I mean, yeah. as we yeah. look and see God's hand and everything, yeah. but we don't necessarily, we, we sometimes get distracted. Well, we are, we were designed to worship. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the really good quote that you, you and I were created to worship. And and we will worship something. Yes. Um, but our worship would look a lot different if our mind was being renewed in the fact that God is providentially, literally giving you the breath that you're breathing in this very instant. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what tomorrow holds for ourselves, much less our children or grandchildren. But today, he's given us today. He has. Let's rejoice. Let's praise him for it. And so oftentimes, I'm so distracted by the things of this world mm-hmm. that uh, I, I don't worship him. And and when we think about him and we think about him from the right perspective, uh, it should produce worship in us, yeah. especially, especially if we're walking as his children. Mm. You know, I was reading an article today about um, – Tom Brady's wife. And it was interesting what it said in the article. She, it says, you know, um, she presented her truth. And I was struck by that, that it said her truth prior to the word truth. She told, instead of saying Mm. her side of the story, it said her truth. Mm. There is no your truth, my truth. There's one truth. Things happen or they didn't happen. Now we all have different perspectives, mm-hmm. but there's only one truth. Yeah. And we live in a culture that is constantly trying to redefine that, trying to say that there's different versions of the truth. Uh, this singer, um, is it Marin uh Marin Morris? Morris. Morris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was in Tennessee. Tennessee just passed a law about uh, no drag shows at um, schools near schools. And she came out and basically said, blank expletive, Mm -hmm. Tennessee, 
I, I'm going to have my kid near a, a drag show and was bragging about taking her to, and how cool it was to be around men dressing as women. That's how debased we are as a culture. We not only approve of what people do, but we want to relish in it. We want to celebrate it. And that's right out of Romans 1. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the first thing I think of. And so, you know, we're looking at Paul who, as Paul walked through some pretty difficult times himself, um, we, we've seen over the last couple of days that even when Paul was being confronted by people that didn't love him with the fact that he violated God's word, he submitted to that word. Mm-hmm. And it had been very easy for him to be defensive, but he didn't. And we saw that on Monday. We also saw yesterday that Paul was secure in the hope of the resurrection. He was secure in the Son of God. Mm. He was secure in Jesus. Jesus was Paul's security. And, you know, you talked about the questions earlier. One of the questions is, what are we secure in? Yeah. Is it our money? Is it our family? Is it our job? Is it our house? Is it a possession we have? We all can find comfort and security it doesn't mean you can't appreciate them, but that should never be our security. Mm-hmm. Even as much, if you've been married <laughs> to the same woman for a long time and she is your right hand person, you can love her, yeah. but she will let you down. Yeah. And that man will let you down. We've yeah. proved that, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and so, so our security has to be in Jesus and Jesus alone. He's the, he's the lone place. Well, today we're looking at the last verse of our text, 1 through 11, about how Paul lived a life that was strengthened by God's presence. And, I, and, and going back to the question, one of the questions I ask is, am I experiencing God's presence right now in my life? There's a lot of people, Brad, that go, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, I don't experience him like you do. Mm. Uh, I mean, what what do you mean by that? Like, (laughs) I don't see him. I don't hear him. Have you ever heard God's voice audibly? Oh, no. no, I haven't either. Have you ever seen him? Like, like Mm. visible manifestation? No. Me either. Except where? Yeah. In his his word. word. In his word. And, you know, like uh, um, Psalm 19. Psalm 19 says, the heavens declare the glory of God. I mean, we, listen, we need to open our eyes. We'll mm-hmm. see God. We, we'll see God's handprint all over. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I, that's, I don't know what I think of. I, obviously, we have his word. We were talking about that even after the Bible study today. Just you were telling the story of Ezra and how Esther, it, I mean, Esther, how, how you're just, your mind kind of just blows up because you start seeing this thread of God's redemption, his the redemptive plan for his people. And you, you think you've grasped that? I mean, you've been, you've been studying the word for a long time. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's overwhelming yeah. to read it, but you know, it's one verse today. We're focusing on verse 11 and just to set the stage, Paul has been pummeled by the crowd. He's been rescued by the Romans once. Then he spoke to the crowd again. They got violent. He was rescued by the Romans again. Then they call the Sanhedrin. They come in front of Paul, and uh, he he defends himself. They get so violent, he's rescued a third time by the Roman troops. 
and he's discouraged and he's in his cell. Read verse 11. This is what Luke <laughs> records about that moment afterwards. Yeah, verse 11. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Take courage, for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so you must testify also in Rome. He stood by him. That is one of the greatest comforting texts. The Lord stood by him. He will stand by you. He has stand by me. Brad, I know he stands by you. And when we come back, we're going to look at that and kind of bring that out a little bit. Yeah. Okay? Amen. Glad you tuned in today. Call us, 844-777-7928. You can email us at ask at swatradio.com. If you have questions or comments, we'll get back to you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you living a life of freedom? And if not, why not? Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Jesus was once standing before those masterminds of legalism, the Pharisees, when he talked of this very thing. If you abide in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Liberated, free, free from myself, free from the damnable impulses I couldn't stop back when I was in bondage to sin. Free to obey, free to love, free to forgive myself as well as others. Living free is what the Christian life is all about. Are you living a life of freedom? Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. There's major delays on the west side because of a crash on I-10 westbound at Lane Avenue, blocking two right lanes. Also, there's an accident on Atlantic Boulevard westbound at Mendano Drive, blocking two left lanes. And there's a crash on I-95 northbound at the ramp to Airport Road. Mostly clear tonight, low 58. Thursday, sunny, high 84. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here this afternoon. If you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you. 844-777-7928. If you are new to SWAT, maybe you're not familiar with what uh, what this is about. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And uh, we we are here Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to exposit the Word of God, to discuss the practical application of it, Tomorrow, Doug, you've got a guest. I know that, and yeah, yes. uh, I'm kind of excited to 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 tune in myself. Tell us uh, who who you got. Okay, I got to remember Tommy Nelson's. Is it Tommy's? Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, I. You know, I went. You know, you have those moments <laughs> Sorry, now where I I just go blank. Oh. But it's Logan Nyquist, who's the young adult pastor at Denton Bible Church. I went blank for a second because. 
I originally had uh, Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes, I, I don't know if you remember Larry before. He's from Houston, and Larry has been involved with Supercross, you know, the big oh, yes, Supercross yes, racing for a long that. time. Yes, yeah. And he's the director for um, FCA yeah, Motocross there, right. right there. Yep. And so he was supposed to be the guest. We moved him to next week, and Logan Nyquist is going to be our guest tomorrow. You really want to tune in. It's a fascinating story. One, about discipleship. Two, how God can rescue somebody and then turn them around and use them. And he's got a fascinating outreach right now. He God gave him this idea to use arm wrestling as an outreach tool. And it really has taken off. And so, can he beat Tommy? Uh, uh, I think could, he can. You He's, need to ask him that. Yeah, because know. it's technique. A lot of it's technique. And right. he was talking to me when I was out there about that. So anyway, he's going to be our guest, Logan Nyquist, tomorrow. And then Friday is you and David, right? Yes, yeah. So uh, anyway, if you're new to SWAT, that's kind of our format, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Doug and I work through the text that we're working in, working through uh, within the Bible studies that Doug teaches. Then on Thursday, Doug usually has a guest or I have a guest. And then uh, Friday usually david gray or craig henderson or you know at least have a couple of us in here just talking about just the what does it look like to disciple someone in the text yeah because you know this is obviously this is something very near and dear to your heart and my heart when jesus said go make disciples Mm. uh, we've gotten that confused with people think well if i invite somebody to church i'm discipling them no God's design was that we would actually pick up the text and mm-hmm. we would work through that text with somebody. And so I thought, well, it makes a lot of sense that since you and I are working through the text ourselves, why not take somebody else through it? So that's kind of the model we put out there on Friday. Yeah, it's a really good uh, part of the program now. I like, I love having that. And uh, plus it gives me Friday to be with my wife. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, so, that's, uh, that's important. Um, well, you know, talk, I want to go back to acts 23 11 this verse where it says the lord stood by him that that is very significant in that paul had to be wondering you know all these people want to kill him and he hadn't even heard about the plot which we're going to talk about next week on air to kill him but they've been they pummeled him the high priest ordered this guy to strike him and then Claudius Lysias takes him away, puts him in a cell, says, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to have to do something with you, figure this out. And he has to be just going, man, you know, what's going on? And it says he was strengthened by his presence, which means he was struggling a little bit. Mm. And we know that there were times in Paul's life from Corinthians where he said, I despaired even of my life. Yeah. And it's not wrong to struggle. It's wrong that if you stay there forever, you can't live there. Hmm. You've got to look to the Lord and know that there will be difficult times, but you, the Lord will stand with you. And the way he does that is where I, I, people ask me, how do you experience the presence of God? Well, time in his word time in prayer and time with his people that's how we experience god today yep um mm-hmm. people that say they experience god outside of that and mention extra biblical revelations that really have no weight they have no biblical weight at all 
Now, somebody, God may move somebody to feel something, but a lot of times people presume to speak for God. I've seen people do it, Brad. They come up, God told me to tell you this. When maybe they just have a strong feeling to do that. God speaks to us through his word. And if we don't spend time in his word, we're not going to know his presence. We're not going to be, that's how he, Mm -hmm. his presence dwells in us in the form of the Holy Spirit. We are comforted and instructed through his word as we spend time in it. And, you know, I think of um, 2 Kings uh, chapter 6, where Elisha had been (laughs) revealing the plans you know, of the enemies of Israel. I mean, like you had these people um, who were wanting to come in and wipe out Israel. They hated Israel. They didn't like them. And, um, you know, they were, they were surrounding them and they, well, they, they kept wanting to attack and Elisha kept telling them how they were going to attack. Mm-hmm. And people were wanting to know, how do they know that? <laughs> Yeah, because we, we, we need an answer for everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, we got a spy somewhere, and it was the Syrians. And mm-hmm. the the uh, the Syrian leaders go, we got a spy somewhere because this guy knows everywhere we're going to attack. They did not factor in the sovereignty of God and that God could speak to him. But when the servant of Elisha rose early in the morning, he saw all these horses and chariots, and he was terrified. And Elisha said, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than mm-hmm. those who are with them. Now, I've always loved that line. It, it it's kind of like that's Second uh, Kings six. I y- think. Yeah, it's kind of like, hey, my dad's bigger than your dad. <laughs> right. That's really what that it is. is. Totally that. And and so yeah. the the servant is probably looking at him like, what are you talking about? We have nobody. It's just me right. and you. Right. And. Elisha prayed. I love this. And he says, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. And it says, and the Lord opened his eyes. And what does he see on the hillside? He sees all, it says, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. I mean, that had to be a moment. I would have loved a Polaroid or a, a face, I mean, a Facebook shot of that one, right? I mean, but the Lord was with Elisha there. He was also with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel 3. Mm-hmm. They they were thrown in the fire, and Nebuchadnezzar goes, hey, I thought we only threw three guys in there. And it goes, there's another who looks like the Son of God. Yeah, there's four of them down there. Yeah, he was with them. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so God says, it says, God says through Luke, the Lord stood by him. And so Paul felt that presence, and the Lord said, take courage, Rock Kazak. Rock Kazak. Rock Kazak Amas. Take courage. Be strong and courageous. And from Joshua 1, we know over in Joshua 1, God said to Joshua after he took over for Moses, no man's going to be able to stand before you, Joshua, all the days of your life. Could you imagine? Yeah. Brad, no man's going to be able to stand before yeah. you all the days of your life. What a comforting statement. Well, and he says, just as I was with Moses. Man, Joshua had seen how God was with Moses, right? Yeah, yes. I'm going to be with you. Mm-hmm. Man, what comfort. You know, what uh, What confidence, what courage that would give you. I'm not going to leave you. 
right. or forsake you. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking of Matthew 28, 18, 19, 20. Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, make disciples. And then he, he gives this great promise. And, lo, I'll be with you always. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, wh- whatever it is we're facing, uh, God is with us. Be strong. Be courageous, he says. 30 years ago, Brad, God appeared to Paul in Jerusalem. Then when he was in Corinth, he was struggling. He appeared to him. And now he appears to him again to encourage him. And, you know, um, I shared with the guys Isaiah 42, which says the Lord created the heaven. I said it again today because it's such a great verse. He created the heavens and stretched them out. He spread out the earth and what comes from it. He gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I've called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations. And he tells Paul, you're going to testify in Rome, Paul. You don't worry. You're going to testify in Rome. Which is where he wanted to go. That's exactly right. And so if you're out there and you're struggling to experience his presence, ask yourself, am I spending time in his word? Because if you're not spending time in his mm-hmm. word, there's no wonder you're not experiencing presence. And, you know, I know the the excuse, well, I don't understand the word. Well, that could be a problem. Because if you're not understanding God's word, there's one of two reasons. One, um, that you're not a believer. Yeah. The spirit isn't in you. The spirit's not in you. Two, the spirit may be blocked because of unconfessed sin you're walking in disobedience to a part of the word you know so why is god going to reveal something else in the word for you amen all right we'll take a break on that Uh, if you want to call we're always uh open to talk 844-777-7928 it's 844-777-SWAT if you have a question or comment email us at ask at swatradio.com we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. 
You know Brad Sykes as the co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida and are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate. The Guardian Group, with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards, 904-580-7255. And online at guardiangroupjax.com. The Guardian Group, happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network. Listen online at ilovethetruth.com. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be alright. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Wednesday afternoon. You know, I was thinking about that song. I wanted. To, I, I'm not. Obviously, we hear that song all the time, but it, it, I think it was a great tie-in to even what we're talking about here. And we didn't uh, even pick that. I was, was random. Say, there's the just random pick, but I was, I was just listening to that. You know, realizing, Doug, I, I'm curious. Well, I'm not curious, but I'm to throw it out there. Wouldn't you say your your uh, most intimate time with the Lord has probably probably been in the midst of crisis mm-hmm. would, would you agree with that yes I, I absolutely agree with that i mean when you're when you're to the point where you're um you know for some reason we think we're in control a lot of times we're, we're really not um it doesn't mean we're not the steward over the time that we have and we organize our day and our weeks and our year but ultimately God is the one who's in control. And it it is great. It is very encouraging to know that God is with you. That mm. whatever it is, you're if you're one of his children, he's with you. And uh, you know, I was reminded uh over this past twelve months, maybe fourteen months, with the the issues that we had with one of our grandsons. Mm. And I remember coming back from Austin after his first surgery and uh, the Jacksonville Business Fellowship asked if I would come speak to kind of how God was maybe growing me in that process. And and I thought of the three things you kind of hit on were, you know, what what was it that helped me kind of through that process? Yeah. And, uh, and Vic and I both agreed as we're you know, journeying on I-10 back from Texas uh, after they had called and asked if I would come speak. You know, right off the cuff, the first things that I said were, number one, knowing God's Word was so comforting. Mm-hmm. Because what happened is in the midst of the crisis, those promises that God gives us in His Word were just there. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go look them up. They were just there. Uh, the other was a discipline of prayer. Uh, just having built a discipline of prayer, mm. and uh, that was super helpful. And then finally, the importance of being in community with other believers, mm-hmm. knowing 
we weren't in this alone. Not only was God with us, but the church was with us, his people. And I think you hit on those three three yeah. things. You know, how do we build intimacy with our Heavenly Father? Well, we spend time in his word, we spend time on our knees, and we spend time with his people. Yeah, it it, it, it is. That's how we experience his presence. And so when we're not experiencing his presence, we, we have to ask why. Why? What is it? Is it? Is it a lack of time in his word? If not, if I'm reading and nothing is penetrating, what's blocking that hmm. flow of God's word? Because the Bible says his word is a lamp to my feet, a yeah. light to my path. Psalm 119, 105. Yeah, yeah it, it's comforting to yeah. me. It comforts me. It directs me. It it um, it encourages me. And it, it's the God's word. Lori and I talk about this all the time about how awesome his word is. Like it, it, it and I know people think you and I just sitting here, you know, saying this stuff, but it mm-hmm. is. I, I have to have his word every day. Yeah. But there was a time in my life where I didn't, I got out of the habit. I got out of the discipline. And that's why I love Whitney's book so much. You know, Don Whitney's book on the disciplines, spiritual disciplines is so good because it just practically reminds you just like anything Mm-hmm. you satan satan you know how satan attacks us is what he does is he 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 gets us busy and you miss it for a day you miss spending time in the word and then you go you know what i'm just gonna look at uh, this uh, devotional i like this devotional the problem with only reading a devotional is you're only getting what god's speaking to somebody else now that doesn't mean it can't encourage you mm-hmm. but yeah. That, that would be like having a relationship with your parents through your brother or sister. Mm. I mean, that's really good, what it's like. Good point. Yeah. It, yep. It's it's like, oh, I have to hear from my brother. I, I don't talk directly to my dad mm. or my mom. Mm. I just, hey, hey, uh, you know, uh, my brother's David. Hey, David, what what's, tell me what dad says. Hey, tell him I love him. Think about that for a second, mm. right? Uh, tell me what he said to you. And that's what we do if we're only digesting other people's devotional thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems like we've, we've talked about this before. Can you imagine going to the mountains and trying to describe the Rocky Mountains to somebody who's never been there? Yeah. I mean, I could do my best, <laughs> but there's nothing like going and seeing it for yourself. Yeah, You know, it's kind of one of the things we've talked about over the years that I was very fortunate that Tim, my brother-in-law, said, don't be a spoon-fed Christian. Mm-hmm. D- don't continue to. Yes, I, I am thankful for my pastor. I'm thankful for for you. I'm thankful for a lot of men in my life over the years who have fed me the word. But, man, let me tell you, the the, the best. The best meals I've had in God's word is when I've gotten in there and kind of been able to feed myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it recently uh, did a, uh, and I'm, you ever get these ideas where I'm going to really kind of expound on this particular verse or Psalm. I mean, even today we're looking at one verse, you know, just the depth of one verse. I was 
recently going through. I know you and I memorized Psalm 19, and I think we challenged each other, if I recall, about three or four years ago. Hey, we're going to let's memorize Psalm 119, you know, 176 verses. I don't know how far you got. I didn't get very far, but I thought, you know, I'd love to do a, a study on Psalm 119, which is really just, uh, it just, I got, I got to 72. And that, <laughs> that's, that's pretty strong. That's a lot of verses. Pretty strong. I, but I, I hit a wall at 72, <laughs> man. I just, that, that was that was tough. Well, I, I recently just went through it and pulled out kind of the various themes of Psalm 119, which really highlight and speak to the benefits of God's word. Mm. Uh, for everything from blessing to purity to wisdom to strength and joy and love and hope favor, discernment, influence, comfort, life, mm-hmm. obedience. I mean, just illumination. You were talking about thy word is a lamp, a light into my path, a lamp into my feet, a light into my path. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the fear of the Lord, truth, conviction, passion, intimacy, salvation, praise, even answer to prayer is mm-hmm. all spoken of about God's word. Mm-hmm. Just the, the, the depth of God's word that he has given us. He has revealed himself to us through his word. Uh, You know, I was thinking about, I'm trying to think of an illustration I shared when you talked about the mountains. Um, And it was from Matthew. I I think it was from Matthew 27 um, when we talked about um, the, the resurrection, Matthew 27 or 28. I'm just trying to remember it, but it it had that idea of looking at the looking at the mountains on a picture on my phone, sitting in a hotel room out on the slopes of the mountain out in Colorado. That's what it was. And so, the curtains are yeah, drawn. The cur- the curtains are well They're actually closed. the yeah. curtains are closed. Yeah. And I'm in the hotel room. And the curtains are closed, but I'm sitting literally on the slopes of one of the most beautiful Rocky Mountain picturesque out in Vail, Colorado, right? Or Beaver Creek. And I'm looking at the picture of the mountains on my phone and I'm go, that's beautiful. When all I have to do is allow the, the curtains to be drawn back and I can see it wow. live. Yeah. And that's what we do a lot of times. Well, that's what comes to mind when I think of, uh, you know, Elijah yeah. uh, in that text where, you know, open his eyes that he might see, mm. you know, uh, Lord, open our eyes that we may see the, your splendor. I mean, that's the, that's the thing I was thinking of even today. And I know we'll get back into that next week, speaking of the providence of God. But God, give us eyes to see how you're at work. Mm. Uh, may we not be so engrossed into the things that we want to accomplish, mm. but maybe quiet our spirit. Give us eyes to see. Give us ears to hear. Give us a heart that is soft and shapeable and moldable, uh, just that we would get to experience the, the glories that he's given us. Well, when we think about, remember, what, what were the main points of the outline? God calls us to a life Monday of submitting to his word, just like Paul, to be secure in his son, 
and to be strengthened by his presence. And the difference between knowing Christ and knowing the power of his resurrection, according to one pastor, is the difference between knowing a person and resembling a person. It's not about relationship, but it's about supernatural character growth. When Paul says, I want to know him, Mm. it means I want to be with him. But when he says, I want to know the power of his resurrection, it means I want to be like him. Yeah. And if you look at the deadness in our life, you look at anger, and then look how is that going to be turned into forgiveness towards somebody. Look at insecurity. How is that going to be turned into confidence? Look at self-centeredness. How is that going to be turned into compassion and generosity? How? Because the Lord stands with us. He's in us. Amen. Amen. Good word. Listen, tune in tomorrow as uh, Doug will be doing Logan Nyquist. Logan Nyquist. And uh, join David and I on Friday as we begin to kind of put some meat on the bones of this text. So I hope you'll join us then. If uh, you want to go back and listen to past broadcasts, go to SWATradio.com. Listen there. We'll see you then. All right.